if you're not in a space to intern at a radio station, I encourage someone to volunteer at the radio station. A lot of people who didn't go the college route um, got their foot in the door because they were willing to do the work. They were willing to volunteer. They were willing to learn the equipment. It's so much more than just talking on the radio. Um, one of the important aspects of radio that I think people miss is the production aspect. I know how to do imaging for radio. I know how to do production. I know how to do editing. I know how to run the board for my show. I do everything for my show. Um, I produce my show. Like I do everything for my show. And if you can do that, then you become even more valuable to companies and it's easier for you to get a radio show. If you have a show that you build and it's formatted, you present that information, you're willing to, Take some feedback and and just get in there and show show off. What's up? What's up? What's up, world? How you doing? How you guys doing today? Um, today we're back with another episode. Uh, we have a very special guest. Her name is Nori. She is uh, the host of the uh, Magic ninety five point nine radio station, and uh, she's here with us today to discuss some of her um successes and um her journey as an entrepreneur and hopefully you guys can get a lot of insight and value out of this episode so uh nori how, how are you doing today i am fantastic adrian thank you so much for having me on your show oh uh, no problem it's my pleasure my pleasure so i guess can you um you know uh you know who who better to introduce yourself than your, uh better than yourself all right <laughs> okay okay <laughs> um but i guess can you give so, the audience a little bit of um uh background on on yourself of course, I would love to. So I am in Washington, D.C. during the day by way of Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee. I started in media, radio, television right after high school. So I graduate high school. I go to the junior college in Chattanooga, uh, Chattanooga State. And then before I finished my first semester, I had a radio show. Wow. And so... Yeah. And so it's like you have this idea of going to college to do this, you know, thing. Right. And then it happens and you're not even done. And you're like, wait, what do I do now? Um, so I actually got into doing radio through an internship. So I encourage everyone. I'm really big on education. I completed my education all the way through a master's degree. Um, and I think that's important to understand because so many people try to dismiss education and not have that foundation. College for me was so much more than just education. It was a melting pot of people from all across the country that I'm still friends with to this day that I connect with when I'm, you know, in different parts of um, the states and different parts of the world. And so, you know, that has been instrumental in, in my story and pretty pivotal for me because I really did get the job, the dream position that I was going for, and that's just to be a radio personality, right? But I didn't stop with my education. So through the internship, once they let me through the door, it was over. I was like, oh, I ain't, I'm not leaving. So my internship ended and I came the next day and was like, what's up? Right. <laughs> and so, um, you know, built really uh, beautiful relationships with the program director, the music director, the other radio personalities. And you have to keep in mind, like a radio station has a lot of big personalities. So you have to find your niche and how you deal with people. And so nurturing relationships is really important in any aspect of business. You don't have to like that person, but you will respect who they are. And I think a lot of people miss that key point um, with dealing in business. It's not about liking people, it's about respect. And once you have someone respect, then the like will come, in I my agree. opinion. 
I agree. I agree. Relationships. So, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, I was, I, I was going to say, I, I totally agree with you 100%. Like, relationships is, 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 like, a lot of people overlook the relationship aspect as far as business. Um, you know, they, they always say your network is your network. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you value those relationships, network, see how you can help people, and in, in return, you'll, um, you know, you, you, you'll help yourself. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. But, that, but that's, that's, I want to say congratulations on that because a lot of people don't really go, don't really get to fulfill their dreams. Uh, you know, they don't get to be in, a, in uh, practice or work in the field that they actually go into school. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's true. That's huge. That's huge on your part. So I guess, can you, can you touch on a little bit about um, uh, being a radio um, personality? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how's that been for you? And, and um, what, what are some of the benefits that, that you've seen uh, as being a, a radio personality? So I've been a radio personality now for the last 17 years. Wow. Um, I, <laughs> it is a love-hate <laughs> relationship. It's like a dysfunctional relationship. I love it. I, you know, the, that microphone is addictive, you know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> I absolutely love radio, but it's also frustrating because um, there's so much more I want to do with the microphone. Um, but I, I think one of the most amazing benefits is being able to touch people. At the end of the day, it's about making the people, the listeners, the stars. They're the ones that you're playing the music for, who you're catering to, who's trying to call and win prizes. They're the one um, that, you know, enjoy this experience along with the radio personalities. And so by default, we get a little notoriety or fame or whatever, but it's really about connecting with people, sharing your stories, sharing their stories, and, you know, figuring out how we can make the communities that our voices cover a better place to be. And so that connectivity has been like the greatest benefit uh, to me. I've done radio in Tennessee. I've done radio in Atlanta. Now I'm doing radio in Baltimore. Um, and that's been like the, probably the coolest part of it all. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but, but I also think it's important to understand that radio is a job. And although it's one of the most fun jobs, hands down, it's still a position and it has to be, um, treated as such. And so a lot of people think that anybody can just do radio, but it really is a craft. It really is a skill, um, that you, work on you perfect over time like I still practice although I've been doing it and radio is like riding a bike to me now it's right. like the back of you know <laughs> it's not something that I necessarily think about but it's still important to practice your craft and so you know for people that are winning in their professions or want to continue to win in their professions I really encourage people to always practice your craft no matter what it is no matter how good you become at it you can always be better Always, always. And I always say you have to be a disaster before you're a master. So whenever you start something I like that. <laughs> whenever you start something new, you're always gonna be um horrible and suck at it. You know what I mean? You just gotta keep at it, um, and keep practicing, do it, you know, put some put your put that work in and, and um eventually you'll become that master at that art, you know, that craft. True. Um True. so so let me ask you this, uh Nori, do do you believe like with all of these um uh uh, social media outlets nowadays and you have YouTube, you have um, podcasts, you know, you have uh, social media, Insta- Instagram, Twitter. Do you feel like uh, radio is, is, is starting to become dead? or do you... Never. Never. Okay. Well, can, can radio you will... Why, why, do you, why do you feel that, that it's not dead? 
radio will never die because it's free. It's the easiest access. It comes with your car, it comes with a transmitter. Like, <laughs> or, well, your car comes with a receiver. Right. So, um, you know, there's not, it, when there's an emergency, what do people do? They turn on the TV or they listen to the radio. You're right. never going to be without needing radio. Advertisers are always going to use traditional forms of media. That's radio, television, and newspapers. Um, newspapers are going digital, true. Radio switch from analog to digital, true. Now we have HD stations. It's, it's an evolution of technology, but radio will never be obsolete. When an artist wants to blow, uh -huh. radio is the first place that they need their music to be to reach audiences that they, po they could possibly never reach. And so, you know, you have streaming platforms like Pandora and Spotify and Apple Music, but some of those services you have to pay for. Some right. people don't have the luxury to have an extra $10 a month to pay for music. But what you can do is listen on your cell phone to the local radio station. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's all these different ways that we can access information. And at the end of the day, uh, traditional media is one of the uh, most sound and profound ways that people receive, um, receive information. Uh, especially during uh, an emergency or a disaster. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Twitter is up there because if you want to know something, if it's trended on Twitter, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, you know, I don't knock any other uh, social media platforms. I embrace them. I use them. I have a podcast myself. Um, I use social media to promote and, you know, just have some fun and showcase different uh, things in my life that I'm winning at. Nobody shows their failures. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you know, I think it's all important, but yeah, I don't think radio will ever be obsolete. Do I think radio is being challenged? Yes. Is it going anywhere? No. Are, um, are radio personalities not getting a fair shot because of celebrity in radio? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because I, I just asked because I saw, I forgot what I was watching, um, but it was with Charlemagne and, uh, you mm -hmm. know, Charlemagne, he's on uh, The Breakfast Club. And uh, I think they were talking about their ratings and they said a lot of mm -hmm. their ratings from their interviews are from like, you know, artists that are looking to promote their new album or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they're looking, whatever it is that they're promoting a TV show or whatever. Uh, they said a lot of their ratings come from their interviews when people go back and watch it on YouTube versus whenever mm -hmm. that episode live on the radio in the mornings. So yeah. uh, that's why I was just asking if you, if you feel like um, the ratings are, are dipping and, um, you feel like eventually it'll be dead and there'll be no more radio. <clears throat> so that's why I asked that. But um, I mean, I, I, now that you said what you said, I, I definitely see your perspective and your point of view. But I do, I do feel like um, eventually ev everybody will start having their own platform and the commercial mm -hmm. radio will be, won't be as popular. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think, you know, everything has a shift. There's no time that one medium remains on top at all times. So, you know, there's this rotation. Keep in mind, Facebook is new. Instagram is new. Twitter is new. But our traditional forms of media are, are not. They've been in existence, you know, since forever, really. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I say all of that to say that, um, yeah, uh, The Breakfast Club is, is unique because it really is a TV show. It's like you have a few people that watch, that listen like in the city of New York, obviously, and 
they're, they're syndicated across the country, but people don't listen to the breakfast because then they don't air their interviews in their entirety as well. So you get the whole unedited, unfiltered interview on YouTube. Uh-huh. That's what people, I mean, it really is a television show outside of just traditional radio. And people don't look at it like that, but it is. Right. Not a, it, it really is. It really is. Yeah. They drop different episodes weekly. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> which are the interviews. You know what I'm saying? No, so. There's no filter, which people love. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they exactly. Love the they love the drama. Well, I do too. I ain't, I'm not going to lie, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, so so what is what is your what is your niche? I mean, I know you said uh, you found your niche, um, and and ever since then you you've been, you took off. You know what what is your niche? You know, I think um, for for me personally, it's not about um, trying to overtalk people or trying to be the star. I think that comes naturally for me. It's about promoting people. Um, what's happening in the community? What's important to the people? Uh, in the cities um, that I live in. And so I think when you touch on those subject matters, um, then you become you become the star that you want to be, but not because you're trying too hard. It's because you're reaching people. And I think sometimes we get lost in trying to be, you know, the, the star and the celebrity and overtalk the people that make the show. So like if I do a topic, I'm not trying to overtalk the person or give too much of my opinion. I want to listen to gain a different perspective and to learn from my listeners um, because I feel like I can learn from every single person that interacts with me on my radio show. And so that has been uh, really important to me. All right. Who, who's been your favorite, like uh, guest to your guest on your show? Oh man, I've, inter- <laughs> I've interviewed so many people. Um, I would say my favorite is Brandy. I am a diehard Brandy fan. Wow. Um, yeah, she. I'm smitten with her. I just think she is uber talented. I always say that Brandy is my Whitney Houston. Um, growing up, she was the voice that I just wanted to emulate. She was the actress that I saw on TV. She was the brown-skinned woman that um, was a reflection of myself um, in entertainment. And so uh, interviewing Brandy was definitely one of the highlights of my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brandy's dope. Um, I think the last time I remember, she's been real quiet lately, though. She's on um, with Ray J, right? Ray J's brother. I mean, sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's uh she's been real quiet. But I think the last time I seen her, she was on a show, The Game, or something like that. You know yeah, she I'm was talking? on a she was on Fox's Star. A star. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. That television show. Um, she has some. She has a, a record out with um. Ah, I want to say it's. It's not Khalid. Maybe it is. Uh, Daniel Caesar. She has a record with Daniel Caesar um, that's um, playing on radio right now. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. nice. Nice. Yeah. So right. Because right now, let me see. So what type of music do you like? Um, I know I'm kind of like jumping all over the place, but what, 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 well, before I ask you that, cause I'm going to ask you that at the end, like, you know, your type of music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are like for someone that's actually listening for the listeners now, maybe, you know, uh, they, they thought about, um, becoming a, 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 a radio personality, personality mm-hmm. or starting their own, you know, doing what you're doing. Uh, what, what are some steps that you would um, suggest that they take um, if they wanted to have their own radio show? Well, I think the beauty of having your own radio show is that for one, the internet is your oyster. You can have your own radio show via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So if you want to talk about current events and, you know, um, 
and, and build your audience, you can do that. Um, if you want to be, if you want to have a radio show on an actual frequency, um, then I think it's important again to create a um, air check. So if you have access to studio equipment, um, listen to the radio, find the person that you most want to um, kind of build your, who, who influences your sound to make an air check. So if you like the way DJ Quicksilver says something, or you like the way Dominique the Diva says something, or you like the way April Watts uh, presents information, or you like the way that uh, Nori at night, um, you know, presents her question or situation of the night, then it's important to like take those different elements to put together a reel, send it off to um, different program directors in the cities that you're interested in. Be willing to take feedback. Sometimes it's not about um, getting the job immediately, but it's again about perfecting your craft. And then um, if you are at a, if you're not in a space to intern at a radio station, I encourage someone to volunteer at the radio station. A lot of people who didn't go the college route um, got their foot in the door because they were willing to do the work. They were willing to volunteer. They were willing to learn the equipment as so much more than just talking on the radio. Um, one of the important aspects of radio that I think people miss is the production aspect. I know how to do imaging for radio. I know how to do production. I know how to do editing. I know how to run the board for my show. I do everything for my show. Um, I produce my show. Like I do everything for my show. And if you can do that, then you become even more valuable to companies and it's easier for you to get a radio show. If you have a show that you build and it's formatted, you present that information, you're willing to take some feedback and, and just get in there and show, show off. <laughs> right, show off. So, so, what's, so what's the difference between like a radio show and a per podcast? Yeah. So I think, you know, radio is, is filtered. I can't just jump on a radio and say any and everything. I can't offend my listeners. I can't say too many of my personal, um, you know, uh, biases or, or thoughts to the fact that it alienates listeners, right? Uh -huh. um, so I have to be mindful of that. A FCC regulations. I can't just, you know, get on there cussing people out and saying, <laughs> <laughs> saying cuss words. Um, right. So radio is, is more formatted. formatted. Um, I think a podcast, you can do whatever you want to do on a podcast. I can talk about whatever I want to talk about. I can cuss on a podcast. I can... Um, dog somebody out if I want to I can lift people up if I want to a podcast you literally have the freedom to do whatever it is that you want to do and you have the freedom and liberty to put that information out to the world and you also have the freedom and liberty to reciprocate uh whatever it is that you get for the information that you put out there so be responsible for what you're putting out into the world because that's in, that's important um so you know people want to just do stuff and I'm like why what is the motive what are you trying to do with the, what, what are you trying to do? Why do you want people to listen to you? Why should people listen to you? Because if you don't have anything impactful and important to say, I'm not listening to you. I'm not wasting my time. Facts. So. Facts, facts. There has to be some type of value. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure your content is meaningful in some kind of way to somebody. I agree. So how do, so how do you um, monetize, uh, uh, monetize your, um, your, 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 radio station like how do you make money you know what I mean I always like is it through advertisements the same way like with podcasts or like how, how does that work yeah um it it is but it isn't so the radio station obviously have 
you know, your Walmarts and McDonald's and then you have your local businesses that buy radio spots and ads. Um, yeah. Most radio personalities um, that are full-time on the radio, like myself, you get offered a contract. In your contract, you're offered bonuses. If your numbers or ratings are performing at a certain uh, standard, you get bonuses. Um, we get paid to do live broadcasts. So if a business is doing a grand opening and they want Nori to come out and to promote and call into the radio station and tell people to come out and support this business. That's the means that we make money. And then independently, because we build our own brands, you'll have people that reach out and say, Hey, can you come and host my event? And then you get paid that money um, outside of radio. Nice. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought you guys just got paid for me by maybe like artists paying you guys to run their, you know, play their music or, Oh hell no! That's illegal. <laughs> that's illegal. Oh, that's that's what they call that payola. Is, that's yes, payola, right? That is called payola. No, no, no! <laughs> Listen and hear me clear. Do okay. not take money <laughs> to Nori play does music. Nori does not on take the radio. Music for the record. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Got that out the way. Yeah, right, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Nah. So, um, so I guess what what was kind of like your um, I, I guess so the audience could like re re relate a little bit more with you. I guess what what, what was like your up your upbringing like? Um, you know, were you always into music? Cause I, I know you I know before we got we were live, you said that you were um you you, you like discussing R and B, right? Like you got kind of like have yeah. like an R and B feel. Like were you always yeah. in, into R and B and hip hop? Um. You know, yeah, so I've, I've, were you I've always were loved. You were you a troublemaker growing up? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I've always loved to be a creative. I've always loved to be um, in the arts, whether it's dance, whether it's music, whether it's theater. I've always just loved the arts. Um, for me, I was always talking in school. I used to get in trouble for <laughs> talking in school all the time. And so literally, my mom said, if you're not getting paid, shut the hell up. And I said, you can get paid to talk? Mm. And that was the turning point for me. She was like, absolutely. She was like, when you come on the TV, people get paid to interview celebrities. They get paid to share the news. They get paid to do the weather. They get, you know, so she started naming all these different aspects of how people get paid to talk for a living. And that was it. I was hooked. I knew, okay, I want to be around celebrities. I want to be a part of this lifestyle, but I still want to go to Walmart. Uh, without getting bombarded. And so how do I do that? I become friends with the people that everybody admire. And I work with these people. I interview these people. I help promote their projects. And I get paid a nice, nice salary to do so. So it was the best of both worlds. You get invited uh, to go to lavish events. You get to be a part of the culture and the world of entertainment. But you also can have a life. Um, and so that was the beauty of it for me. That was the most attractive part of it for me. Well, so your mom's really the one that, that inspired you pretty much. And oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's always supported. You know, I did, um, what is it, ambiance and all these different modeling things when I was a kid. <laughs> I did plays when I was a kid. I mean, I did classes. I took a Broadway class. I mean, Whoa. my godparents put me in a Broadway class. Like, I've always been a part of the arts and have always had that foundation of support from my family. Um, so, yeah, that's been my driving force. And it's been beautiful to have that type of support from the people that I love most. 
Nice, 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 man. It sounds your mother sounds like a smart woman. You know what I mean? So that's dope. She play, She pretty fly. She pretty fly. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, so that's the past, right? Well, I mean, cause what are some of your yep. current? What are some of your current um, endeavors right now that you got working on? Um, you know, uh, what, what's in the? What do you have in the works right now that you would like to share with the audience? You know, maybe you want them to come check out some um, something that you maybe that you're working on or. You know, maybe so I think I think it's important to share with um, everyone is that you have to diversify your income. So not only am I a radio personality, I have a um, business. I have a um, communications firm, I guess you could say. It's called the ELM Group LLC. And what I do is I do independent consulting with um, a few companies here in D.C. Um, I have some I'm an independent consulting and distributor for Verizon and Sprint, uh, DirecTV, just different um, telecommunications companies. That's what I actually specialize in. I've worked for city government um, and worked for uh, different mayoral administrations. And so it's like all of these things are encompassing around communications. And so, yes, radio is my passion and I love it, but I also have found other ways to utilize my degrees to create additional streams of income. And so, you know, you have to have more than one stream of income. You have to be willing to get out here and work and hustle. And then you have to be, um, you know, open to have some fun in the process as well. It's not all work, 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 work. Um, as much as I work is as much as I rest. Mm-hmm. And I think people miss that aspect, like team no sleep. I'm not team no sleep, I need sleep. I wanna look young and I don't want my black to crack. So. Right. <laughs> All of that, you know, drink water, all of those things are important. Um, but yeah, I just want people to know that, you know, of course, I am readily available. You can find me on social media at it's Nori Nori, I T S N O R I N O R I, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you have any uh, essential home <laughs> needs, home security systems, uh, any of that, internet, TV, uh, gas, electric, I provide all of those services as an independent consultant outside of radio. Nice. So all, in all 50 states? All 50 states, yeah, well, right? So, so who's yeah, your so ideal, states, ideal client for the listeners? So that way they know, you know what I mean? Is it, who's your ideal client? So, so, my, so my ideal client is um, a home, homeowner, business owner, or if you're just looking to have some uh, you know, streaming services uh, in your home. So it's anybody. It literally is, is anybody. But of course, this information is also on my website. It's norinori.com. Um, so I have where you can shop online for all of the services that I just listed. You can use me to help you get these services or you can just get the services yourself um, online. It's norinori.com. So Everything is, you know, it's an online boutique. Everything is available and it's a really easy process. Uh, One of the things I'm really highlighting right now is identity theft protection. Mm. Um, Just because, you know, Citibank has this breach and I actually am a Citibank card holder myself. (laughs) And so, you know, yeah. And so protecting your identity is really important as well. And so I've really been pushing for people to uh, get signed up and protect their identity. I've done it and it's been fantastic for me because my uh, email ended up showing up on a dark web because of the breach so yeah, yeah even, i'm even, out uh, here i'm out here <laughs> active <laughs> even uh Equif- yeah. Equifax, man which is uh one of the three uh credit bureaus 
uh, they mm-hmm. beat and reached um, uh, each. Oh, they each, sure did. Been reached, man. It's been it's been pretty serious. So, uh, yeah, definitely get with Nori. Uh, she and she'll uh, she'll hook you guys up. Um, and, <laughs> and since you're in, the, it sounds like you're real culture. You know what I mean? You're and you, you are in the the. Um, so I'm I'm pretty sure you're aware with like the current events. Um, did you? Yeah. Hear, did you hear about that party that uh that pool party recently? <laughs> I did in Atlanta. Trouble. Shout out to (laughs) shout out to uh Fly Guy DC. I used to work in his streets (laughs) in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that, man? I mean, (laughs) I mean, what you know? What what is what's your take on that on that part on that um on that party or the cucumber challenge or whatever? She's a winner. Yeah. She's a winner contest. (laughs) You know, I you know I am I am not here to you know make anybody feel bad for their life choices. I just know that's something that I would never promote personally. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just, I don't, you have to understand that everyone is watching. You are not the same person at 22, 21 that you're going to be at 35. Trust me, I know. And so when you hit that pivotal moment in your life and, you know, you are ready to transition to a wife, mother, or, you know, be taken seriously, that internet is forever there. And that's going to come back and haunt a lot of these young ladies. And so I think you have to be uh, mindful of the decisions that you make. It's always uh, cause and effect. Cause you did that, it's going to have some type of effects and consequence. And I, my heart really goes out to these young ladies. I think in their mind, they're really processing, oh, I'm just having fun. It's not a big deal. Hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, but at the end, and I'm personally a Shea Butter Baby type girl. Like, I'm chilling. I'm just trying to have my head wrap on and watch Netflix and go out on dates and get my booty rubbed on, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Netflix, not like, Netflix, it's, it's not like yeah. I'm, yeah, like it's not it's not like that I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. understanding where they are in life and you know the the things that they think are fun now. I just I just know that there's going to come a point where you're not going to be the same person and you don't want a frivolous mistake now to affect you for the rest of your life. So I don't promote it. I think the cucumber challenge is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um the young lady who actually, you know, allowed Alexa Sky to insert the cucumber into her, she's a porn star. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, she is a grown woman. Um everyone at that pool party that participated in the challenge are grown women. And so, you know, they have to really be comfortable with looking at themselves in the mirror. And if they are then more power to them, but if not, then they need to make some immediate changes uh, to their lifestyle. I agree, man. I agree. So you, I agree with you 100%. Like, I feel like, one, I don't knock anybody's hustle. You know what I mean? Uh, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, we all grown. It's 2019. You know, um, I, I, I rather, um, I rather, if, if you know, if you're going to, if you're going to partake in that or decide that you want to be um, a certain type of way, you know, like, like a, mm-hmm. oh, a hot girl, however you want to call it, you know, just own mm-hmm. up to it, just own up to it and, and, and just, just be your, being yourself. You know what I mean? I, I think you go you yep. a lot of respect by um, just knowing who you are and, 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 and representing that, you know what I mean? And you'll go along. Yeah. I don't think any of the people there, um, you know, just uh, feel any type give her or giving her any type of shade or she's receiving any type of disrespect other than like, you know, like the comments and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. on, on social media. But I feel like, you know, 
speaking, I'm, sorry, I'm talking about the one that won the contest, you know, maybe this, yeah. some of the other girls, maybe they're just following trends and they don't really know what they're getting themselves into. But uh, speaking about the, the actual winner, the girl that won, I think she knows mm-hmm. what she's doing and she's, she's moving strategically. Um, and mm-hmm. like you said, she is a porn star. So I, I think she's, you know what I mean? I think yeah. I mean, for, she, for her, uh, it's about continuing, doing. continuing to sell that fantasy. Right. Right. Um, to get more clicks and more people to, to watch her videos. Um, but again, there's a generation of young girls watching. There are grown women that are watching. And a lot of people were, you know, plainly put disgusted mm-hmm. uh, at the thought of a woman being willing to, to do this for $3,500, I do believe the price tag was. So I think she, made she made way more than... Thirty five hundred. Um, I'm 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 <laughs> sure she did whatever the contest was, but she, you well, know. Well, so let me ask you this: What's the difference between which? Because you're a, you're a woman, you know what I mean. So I like to hear yeah. your. What, what's your difference? What's the difference between that and, and actual porn? Oh, there's no difference. Right. So I mean, you know, like some people, some porn. But, is well, I will, porn whoa, is just, let me let I mean? me let me back up. There's a difference when there's an audience of a thousand people, on you're on live. And then there's a difference between porn as a production. Mm. There, it's, a, it's a complete difference. Because that, porn is a industry. Mm-hmm. It, they, shoot, they shoot actual films. I mean, they are, they, you know, they put on, it's a whole production. You're on a closed set. So mm-hmm. you're doing it uh, within the parameters of, you know, not being exposed to everyone, the internet, and to have that on live, mm-hmm. that's a whole different ballgame because, there's no censorship of young people having access and seeing that Mm. so I I do think there's a difference in that aspect of it like I'm not against porn I you know personally I'm not against porn and I I think it's a it's an art form Mm -hmm. in itself um but getting on live and and having that type of um those images for young people to see and to to you know to see her get um, compensated for is a form of prostitution. Well, not prostitution, but it, it can easily be misconstrued as, oh, if she do it, then I should do it too. Right, 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 right. And so I just think you, I think it's a, it's a, it's a fine line and it's a gray area when you're putting something on live versus, you know, a production that's being created specifically to highlight sexual acts. You know what you're signing up for. You know what it is. When you go to a pool party and they doing cucumber challenges and then they take it to the <laughs> next level and and they're actually like <laughs> using the cucumber as as a vibrator and you know stuff like that that's that's not that's not regular that's right. not every that's not a regular pool it, party. it should it should be some type of censorship like a like a warning eighteen or up you know what I mean I, so I agree with you with that I agree with you with that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like people you know I think that's hey, the biggest I think that's the biggest issue that that you know what I'm saying? That's bothering people because at the end of the day, she is a porn star. You know what I mean? But yeah, I yeah, exactly. Type of censorship. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. You just have to, you know, kids get on live and run across stuff, and then you be like, "Dang, okay, now we gotta <laughs> talk about inserting produce into your body." Okay. Right, right. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be a challenge. You know, they love challenges nowadays, man. So yeah, it's yeah, crazy. So you know, that's just not one I'm on board with. Okay. All right, yeah, I just thought I might ask you that, you know, since that was just like the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty intense. <laughs> awesome, awesome. 
All right, Nori. So before we, uh, as we have, you know, come close to the, to, as we wrap this up, um, you know, I always mm-hmm. end, up, end the podcast off with uh, um, three questions, three random questions. Um, and okay. the reason, three, three reasons for these, que- well, the reasons for these questions is because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all, no matter um, what level of success we all are on, uh, we all are humans at the end of the day. We all have the same likes, dislikes. So this is just a little bit so the audience could resonate a little bit more with you and get to know you more on a personal level. All okay. right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So the first question is, what is a, um, a, a book that you would recommend? Like, what is the number one book that you would recommend to somebody or the book that was a game, complete game changer for you? Oh, okay. That's a great question. A book that was a game changer for me is Who Moved My Cheese? Mm, okay okay um i forget the author of it but it's a really quick book maybe a little over 100 maybe not even 200 pages but it just really shows um and it gives a a great breakdown of success and what that looks like what what are we chasing after why are we chasing after it and then once we achieve that level of success what's next right i was just actually at a mastermind and they made us read it because it's like a short little book um so Mm -hmm. which do you know which character do you remember which character you resonated most with oh, <laughs> no i i don't i don't recall i don't recall uh which okay. character i resonated with um at this time i haven't read it in a while which you're gonna make me like pull it back out and reread it um yeah. but it was just you know it was just really a book that just really made me um think about success in a different way awesome awesome yeah and they have there's like a video you can watch too on youtube all right. Look! Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second, <clears throat> second question. Oh, just so you know, so a book that I like was um, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. Okay. Yeah, that uh-huh. book. That book definitely changed changed everything for me. And um, Awakening the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's a good book. Yeah. So, all right. So the second one is, what is your, um, who's your favorite, like, who's your favorite artist right now? Who, you know, what song are you like, who, who are you, who do you got bumping in the car right now on the way to work? Ari Lennox right now is who I've been bumping. Um, that whole Shape of the Baby okay, okay. <laughs> CD is like uh, really uh, resonating with me. So that's what I've been listening to a lot of. Um, I became a uh, Nipsey Hussle fan after Okay. Um, he passed away. I really didn't know about him beforehand, uh, but I did become a fan of his uh, body of work mm-hmm. following. And then the last thing I've been listening to, well, two things, Reggie Sun, which is a artist. Um, he used to be shorter to Prince on the radio, but he's an artist and he has a, a really good EP called Reggie Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then I ran across this other artist by watching TV and I was just like blown away by this song. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, it's so good. I'm trying to find it. Uh, his name is Leon Bridges. And he has um, a song called uh, Coming Home. He has a song called River off of his Coming Home CD. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just is a beautiful, it's a beautiful song. Awesome, awesome. I definitely need to get with you to step my R&B, R&B game up. <laughs> okay, know, we can ladies. do that. I mean, I got to get it right for the ladies, man. But, uh, <laughs> but I, right now, I like, uh, but I've been a fan. Of, so you, you like Nipsey after the incident. I, I, I've been a fan. I, I did. I, I had to talk my talk, you know, because I've been a fan. And, <laughs> and I didn't uh, listen to Victory Lap until after he died. And I hate that I really didn't 
start to watch his interviews and really learn about his impact to the, the community and the world until after he passed away. But unfortunately, that really was my introduction to Nipsey. Wow. Yeah, man. He, he he was definitely a great soul. And you could tell, too, look about the amount of people that just came out to his um, yeah. funeral. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, I like Double Up, by the way, on Victory Lap. But, um, okay, okay. Um, so let's see. And then, oh, the third question, third one is, who is your favorite? Uh, no, what is a, um, yeah, what is your, like, show that you're, what's your favorite show that you binge watched? Or, you know, what are you watching right now on TV? That has your interest tv show like what's your favorite tv show so um i'm binge watching big little lies is a hbo show it stars mel street zoe kravitz um it is a it's a pretty interesting nicole kidman i mean it has an all-star cast of uh, phenomenal women um but i was introduced that to like a while ago I was out with some friends and they were like, you know, we're watching Big Little Lies and the um, second season just dropped. You got to catch up. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. But uh, it's, a, it's a really, really great show. I actually binge watched, re-binged watch Being Mary Jane from the beginning all the way through the end. And I just absolutely love uh, that show. I felt like it really resonated with me as a person that's done television, radio, and looking for love and this big world <laughs> all right so that's with uh uh gabrielle right gabrielle union yep okay yep. i haven't i haven't yep. watched it but i know the show you know um it's a great show so you said you're looking for love right so are you single for the guys i am okay guys yeah okay. um all right cool 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 so what uh big little lies I, that's the second time uh, is that like a chick show or something because that's, that's the second time i've heard that I haven't really. Well, I like I like yeah. shows like Power, um, Billions. You know what I mean? Those are my type of shows. You know. I like Ballers. It's a good Ballers. Show. Oh, that's my show, man. People been sleeping yeah. on that show, man. That's my show. Ballers is a really good show. I, I really, I'm a really, um, you know, I like sports-driven uh, shows as well. So, yeah, I and think it, that really takes us behind like football. Yeah, and and it's like some like I I like shows because I I don't really watch TV like that because I'm you know I'm big Uh on trying to be productive, but uh, if I do Mm -hmm. watch a show, I like to watch it to where there's some type of substance and and uh, you know what I mean, some type of like real Mm -hmm. reality to it, you know, like kind of like a you know some kind of like a little bit of educational something you can learn from, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. All right, Nori. Well, that's that's pretty much it. Um, uh, do you have any like last last words for the listeners before we uh wrap this up? Again, any I advice? just want to encourage every I just want to encourage everyone um to really count your wins. A lot of times, you focus on what you don't have. Uh, you focus on you know what should have, could have, would have been. But look at your life and count your wins. You are here. You have another day. Um, you may not be doing exactly everything exactly the way you want to be doing it, but there's life, chance, and opportunity to do it. So count your wins. Um, if you want to stay in contact with me, follow me on social media at It's Nori Nori, I-T-S-N-O-R-I-N-O-R-I. Uh, also, uh, check out my website, It's Nori Nori.com. Adrian, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure uh, to talk to you and to get to know you. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure um, having you on the show as well. Um, all right, guys. Stay tuned.
Uh, but before I let you guys go, I have just have two favors that I ask of you guys. One, if you can leave us a review, it'll really help us out. And two, if you could follow us on social media and share this episode with your family and friends. And make sure you tag me so that way I can give you guys a repost, okay? So I won't take up much of your guys' time. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.